Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 87 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Sohail, and joined with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and totally strong, uh, willed wife, Anna. Thank you. Why strong? Why strong? Because uh, uh, we had to, you know, delay this episode. You tried your hardest, and you really wanted to record, and... Uh, I told you no, you don't feel good, and then, the, you know, the next day, unfortunately, you had to go to the ER. Yes, that's what happened. <laughs> yes, and we had a lot, a lot of concerned uh, listeners uh, for you, and, uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, I'll let you speak. Oh, <laughs> that's very sweet. It, it, I mean, it means a lot. Yes, it, it really does mean a lot. She's doing, she's doing oh, fine right now, doing a lot better. Uh, the, the doctor, like, you know, hooked it up, hooked her up with some meds and everything, and, like, you know, she's, she's able to sleep at night again. <laughs> this week, we are gonna be doing, we're gonna be looking at the episode, Ring of Fire. The Ring of Fire. And, that uh, that's the closest thing you're gonna get Johnny Cash. That, that's all our Johnny Cash cut. Anna doesn't even know who Johnny Cash is, so that, that that's, that's all you're getting, guys. Uh, but... So, who is Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash is a... Uh, singer. He's like an uh, American singer. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of his famous songs was Bring a Fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But before we go into that episode, uh, something I want to bring up, uh, especially because last week we went to the, uh, hospital. Uh, like, I actually had planned to, for our, for our, uh, our opening subject to be this, because we talked about the, the Team and Team magazines. Yes. I just want to talk about magazines in general. Like, not not specifically the TMNT magazines, which, uh, like, you know, luckily I found, like, the five issues, the five first issues uh, I had that um, I had, like, you know, when I was a child. My parents, like, still, like, it was still in my parents' house. I was happy to find them and everything. I had so many memories. But I, I just want to talk about uh, just magazines in general. Uh, first, uh, honey, did... Did you have, like, magazines, like, uh, growing up? Yes. Uh, my, my dad used to buy, uh, magazines for us. Uh, uh, one of them was, he, he would buy for my, uh, brother that called, like, scientists. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why he likes to study so much, like, scientific stuff. Right. And, uh, the other one was, um, the... About cartoons. Oh, I could, I, I could see you getting that, that magazine. Yes, and it was very interesting. Well, unfortunately, uh, we had, we saved them for so many long, uh, long days. But I don't know why we didn't save them later on. Huh. like, so I mean, okay, so the magazines that I had growing up, I had Nintendo Power. I remember, I remember that. Um, and. We had a lot of issues, and I know my brother and I, we threw away a lot of issues. And I remember, like, so the first issue of Nintendo Power actually had, like, the Ninja Turtles. Like, that was the first issue we had, in which it was their number two. And still, to this day, I still think that my 
like, my dad, like, sold it at the convenience store. Like, did my parents won't admit to it, but I'm, like, 90% sure that's what happened to that one. Uh, but, but, uh, we had Nintendo Power. Uh, and then uh, I had this uh, Ninja Turtles magazine like for a year. I also had a very similar Power Rangers um, magazine, and and then uh, the and then I also had uh, Disney Adventures, and I loved uh, Disney Adventures. Disney Adventures was 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 really fun. Uh, like I actually, my parents they made me choose between like oh keep the Ninja Turtles uh, magazine or or uh, keep. Uh, Disney Adventures because we're like it was just getting too much stuff and we we're ta just taking up too much room and uh, we my brother and I we decided to keep Disney Adventures because Disney Adventures had more comics uh, and that was like our basic thing but I mean I, I loved magazines like it it was really fun just because like you had like the information they would, they would have like interviews yes and there was just like so many things and like that's how you got like a lot of information and i will say like internet kind of like killed that because now now something like like a magazine will be like oh hey we got this exclusive interview or your exclusive first look at this well you have something you know you know you have like a youtube channel that that can like be like oh hey guys we have a uh, we found out about this, or like you know, like a like a uh, like a BuzzFeed article or something like that. That can like just do it instantaneous. That like kind of like it kind of cut out the whole magazine thing. Um, but the other big thing I really want to talk about magazines because this is something I noticed. Like, all right, so honey, if you remember, like. I would even say maybe even like 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, uh, you know, when you're like waiting for like the dentist, the doctor, uh, haircut, uh, if you remember, we had like, you know, in like the waiting room, they'd have like magazines where you just kind of pick up and like read through while you're waiting. Yes. If you notice, those are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like when we were waiting in the doctor's office last week. Did you see any magazines? No, I didn't. Right. I think because of maybe because of the COVID. I think it's because of cell phones. Huh. Because here's the thing: like people used to pick up the the magazines and just be like, "Okay, this is something to kill my time." But now you're having people they're go, they're looking through their Facebook feed, they're looking through their uh, Twitter feed, they're they're, like, you know, they're checking their work emails. They're doing, like, so many things, like, on their phone that, like, the whole, like, waiting room magazines, that's, like, that's, like, virtually gone now. Like, I actually, because my mom's a hairdresser, and I actually asked her, if you remember, I asked her, it's like, I asked if she was still getting magazines, and she was, like, you know, she was, like, uh, she was saying she was still getting them, but not that much but she also had some shipping issues with her address too but 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 yeah like it's just that I, I mean i think a lot of these like uh offices they're stopped subscribing to magazines to like to so they can like save money because they notice that no one's really touching them anymore maybe, maybe. yeah so no it's just it, it was just something uh, just just really interesting if you're listening and if you're if you guys are listening to this uh i'm curious if you used to subscribe to magazines. I want to know if you are still subscribed to magazines. If you still get 
magazines in like a monthly uh, basis or not. That's just something I'm just really curious about. I think I I really think in ten years, like we're just not gonna see them anymore. I think the only ones that are gonna stay are just the bridal ones because like when people get married, that's the like they still jump to those bridal magazines, but like everything else is like you know, especially like the ones that gear towards younger people. I I don't think younger people really need that anymore. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and and jump into the news right now, uh, just to let you guys know. So this week we actually have double the news for you guys. Be since we did miss uh, last since we did miss last week. Uh, before we move on to the news, I just wanted to let you guys know we will be off for the next two weeks. Uh, it's nothing health concerns, so yeah, uh, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about that. We we just have a planned vacation. In fact, the only thing you should be concerned about is that I'm running a total of nine, 19 miles. Just you know, just pray that I survive doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you ready to get into uh, some Ninja Turtles? Yes. All right, let's do this. First thing I do want to mention is if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to the podcast right now live, you have until Thursday uh, to pre-order uh, these from the NECA store. If you're listening to the full audio podcast, you uh, you have pretty much till 11 a.m. if you're listening to right when we drop it. Uh, but uh, these are the ones for pre-order. Uh, it's the Usagi and Neutrinos, and we're going to go over the actual uh, items uh, that they come with because we didn't get this actual, we didn't actually see what they actually come with until like NECA put them up on their site. So uh, first, uh, we're looking at uh, Usagi, the one I'm really excited for because I'm a huge Usagi fan. And what's cool about Usagi is that Usagi actually comes with stuff that he didn't come with from the show. And I know that NECA like worked in Tan worked with Stan Sakai to release this figure. And I'm pretty sure like Stan Sakai's like, oh, we gotta include this, we gotta include that. So uh what he does come from with the show is uh he does come with a cloak. Like if you remember he had the cloak. He comes with his katana, he also comes with his uh wakazashi, uh the shorter sword. Uh now in the show I believe he had a kunai. Didn't he have a this uh this short uh, dagger thing didn't he have that in the show i can't remember we saw like he was only in two episodes mm -hmm. i don't remember i think he had it. i'm not one too sure no i'm not 100 sure but are these like real tools or is they just yes no no uh these are these are real tools these are real uh ninja tools uh usagi also comes with his really well-known uh samurai hat which we did not see in the show in the show he did not actually have the hat and then he also comes with his uh tokagi which is his pet uh, dinosaur thing, his pet lizard thing, uh, which is named Spot. He also comes with that. That was not in the show, but it's very iconic to this character. And then the other thing is he comes with the uh, the Qatar, which is like pretty much this. This is the weapon that came uh, with like the original Ninja Turtle action figures. And in fact, like Raphael and the original Ninja Turtle action figure had a spot for you to put it in the back of his belt. Uh, he comes with that. He also comes with two interchangeable heads, he comes with interchangeable hands, and most importantly, he has interchangeable ears, so you can swap out his ears if you want. Nice. Yeah. Really excited about this. I already, I, I pre-ordered pre two of these, because I'm just, I, I, I really, because I want one to open and then one to keep sealed. Yeah, exactly. So, 
uh, that's the one I'm really excited for. I'm so happy this is uh, coming out. Uh, like I said, pre-order this right now. The other one we're taking a look at is the first, uh, the first like Ninja Turtles three pack that NEC is releasing. That's the Neutrinos. So it comes with the Neutrinos. We talked about this last week, um, but we, um, but we got like good uh, pictures of. We have Princess Tribble, if you remember the the alien yes. uh, princess, yeah. Uh, and then we also have the uh, the Grivix. Like uh, you know, if you, I remember you remember that cute little, you know, you actually said you wanted a figure of this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have the cute version of it. We don't have the monster version of it. Uh, NECA, don't make the monster version of it. We don't need that version. Exactly. Uh, other thing is like, okay, so all three of them come with hoverboards. Uh, we've seen a few episodes with uh, with the neutrinos. We have not seen them with hoverboards in the show. I don't know if this is part of the show or I know the action figures they came with hoverboards. So. Yes, uh, we saw them in the car. Yeah, yeah, we saw them in the car. That's the one where we saw them. And, like, we didn't really... Because, like, the only other time we saw them, like, uh, like riding on a skateboard kind of thing was, like, when they were, ride, they were riding with the turtles on their cheapskate. Uh, so, uh, they also come with this, the, the big, massive uh, freeze ray. Uh, they come with some neutrino finders. They also come with the the finder that uh, Donatello had in the ISRNOF. I don't think this is a neutrino item, but they just included it. Because we've seen NECA, like, include items from things like where they think like okay this can fit there but it's for someone else because uh, that's the isarnoff um finder and most importantly we have is the interdimensional tuner if you remember it looked like an old uh like 50 style television and that's how they contacted the turtles if if you remember like in the in the episode with Tribble. i don't remember details right well it's like it's that thing it was like it looked like a really old television set and they used that to to contact the turtles because, like you know, they're they're uh, they're dimension as they're being under attack by the rock soldiers, right? So uh, this one's going for seventy five dollars. Usagi's going for thirty five dollars. I think actually both of them are reasonably priced. Um, actually, for, and especially for the neutrinos, I really was expecting the neutrinos to be uh, eighty dollars. So I, I was actually happy it was like cheaper than what I was expecting it to be. It was thirty. Uh, the neutrinos are are seventy five. Usagi is 35. Uh -huh. So, uh, like I said, you can pre-order them now. You have until this Thursday. This Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to pre-order them. Uh, I do... Now, I mean, I, I, I mentioned this last week. I wish uh, NECA would do it like where it ends on a Friday instead of a Thursday. Because some people only get paid... Some some people like get paid like every other week for Fridays. Uh -huh. And it would like... If they had just covered, like, both Fridays, it would just get more people a chance. Because, like, some people, they wait until, like, you know, like, they have, like, the funds. Uh, that's why I think. Um, but, yeah. Be sure to do it. But we're going to still keep on the subject of, of NECA. Because if you remember, last week we were talking about those leaks for the Holothon. Which, Holothon officially starts on Thursday, March uh, 18th. And, well, uh, you know, at that time we didn't have anything confirmed. Now we do have things confirmed because some targets in some areas, including some parts in Georgia, here in Georgia, have already been putting them on the shelves. So we're only going to be talking about the ones that we know confirmed. Uh, we have seen people uh, also say that they've seen uh, listings for the Fugitoid that's signed by Kevin Eastman. And uh, I believe like people are saying that also the Beobum Rocksteady, the one that we talked about last time, 
and Toka and Razar, the cartoon version, are also supposed to be in here. But uh, there's nothing to confirm those ones yet. Uh, but but let's talk about the ones that are showing up in stores right now. The first thing I want to talk about is this Ninja Turtle four pack. Uh, this it's another four pack for the Ninja Turtle figures. Uh, and now here's the deal: like when when people found this in Kevin Eastman's like video, because it was like this set that they found. Uh, everyone assumed, including myself, thought that this was going to be the one that NECA they revealed it on their Instagram. Like, oh, it was going to be the turtles with the uh, action figure colors. But no, these are the these are the light screen, the light green turtles. So kind of looks like one of the versions that a few years ago came out. Yes, and you, and you have Donatello is with pizza, I think. Uh oh oh oh, you're thinking of um, you're you're thinking of uh, oh gosh, uh, fig arts. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, it kind of looks similar. The that. That you have a picture here. Right 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 one. right right right. No, that's the fig arts one. That's the one that your mother in law got me. Yeah. Which I love. That's that's still like hands down my favorite Ninja Turtle action figures. No, so these um these are the same ones that do you remember the Turtles in Disguise set mm -hmm. that we got like last year? It's those except instead of that dark uh, green turtle, the color where it's like almost brownish. This is like light green to match like because you know in the in the show like especially right now in the European seasons we're seeing more of that darker color, mm -hmm. but then like other seasons we see that bright color. Yeah, it's a match that uh, NECA has done light green turtles uh, before. They've they've done it with uh, like uh, they did it in like a, a few years ago, and then they're just giving another chance to get the light green turtles. It's going to be all in one pack now. Uh, these are going to have the face swapping uh, things like the last set had. Uh, really, accessories rise. Nothing new. There is two pizza boxes. Like there there are two pizza boxes in this one. And the pizza boxes are going to be from uh, Vinny's, uh, Vinny's Pizzeria, which we've seen them eat at. And then Ninja Pizza, which it was like the pizzeria they ate in the fir very first episode. But the box is the same. It's just the paint is different on the box. Just the logo is different on the box. Uh, now, uh, the big thing that a lot, not a lot of people are liking with this one, and it's kind of like, kind of upset them, is that, so the... The Turtles in Disguise set, like, you know, that one had all four turtles, had a lot of accessories. Had, you know, had everyone had, like, the the disguises, the hats, the coats, uh, the thing. And we had just a ton of stuff to go with it. That one went for $125 last year. Uh, this one is going for $150 and has a significantly less stuff. Right. Um, and I understand, um, I personally, because... I already have, like, so many sets of turtles. I'm not like, oh, I need the light green ones. Like, when NECA first did the light green ones, I was like, oh, I don't need these. Uh, in fact, like, I've always said, like, if NECA just gave us the 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 hats and the clothes uh, for the for the other one, for the uh, turtles in disguise, I would have been happy with that. I would just just have it that way. Um, but, but, yeah, uh, so... If you're still missing the turtles and you or you or you miss the light green ones and you really want the light green ones, there's a good chance to get it. Uh, let us know if you. I know a lot of people were just uh, dissing on the price. Let us know if you like the price or not. Um. So the other one, and we did talk about this one as well, and now we have confirmation on it. Is the glow in the dark Muckman figure? So yeah, yes, yes. Like all the Ninja Turtle uh, figures. Uh, have been have been looking like a video cassette. Uh, no, uh, NECA. Okay. 
NECA. What I like about this one, so at one point in the video cassettes, uh, they actually had like uh, what they labeled it as uh, sewer heroes, and they had like there was like four of them. It was one for each turtle, and it would just have it would have like the turtle. They would have like this like glow effect. You know this from Photoshop, uh, and like so if it was Leonardo, it'd be uh, blue. If it was Donatello, it'd be purple. And that kind of stuff. I really like that. Uh, Figure-wise, it's pretty much the same figure. The same accessories as the other one. Except he's a very bright green now. And most importantly, he glows in dark. The only thing I don't know... I, I have not got someone to confirm this. Because uh, he comes with like ooze as well. I don't know if that ooze glows in the dark as well. Because I know they make slime that glows in the dark. I just don't know if they made his ooze. Like, that'd be cool. uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, these are both showing up in the, the Target's Holothon, like, end cap kind of thing. So, like, each Target has a place to set up. They also have some other figures, uh, like, and, uh, like, you know, it's like, uh, they have a Gargoyles figure. They have a, um, Gizmo figure. Uh, they have other stuff. They also have, like, this Holothon bag, which, uh, that's the one, like, I, I want to buy that bag. I just want, it just because I thought I, I think it looks pretty cool. I know it's like it's probably gonna be more expensive just for a bag that says Holothon on it. Um, but yeah, uh, people are finding these uh, in the stores. They're supposed these were supposed to start showing up later this week. It's just that some stores, you know, I, I've, I've talked about this before. Like you know, just some stores when they have the inventory, they just go ahead and set it up uh, when when they have the area. Uh, so. Uh, good, like, you know, uh, good luck on, uh, on finding these. Uh, we still don't know. So, the Holothon is supposed to be, like, new reveals every week that you're supposed to pre-order from the Target site. And, uh, we still don't know, like, how exactly that's, wor that's working yet. So, hopefully, hopefully for ordering these online won't be difficult as some of the, like, the NECA stuff we had in the past where it was difficult to order from the site. So, that's really all I want to talk about NECA. The next thing, this is our, the biggest one of the week. This came total surprise to me because, I mean, I'm into video games. But I'm not really into uh, Sony or, like, the only one I'm really into is Nintendo, to be honest. So, Sony had, like, their they had their little press conference thing. And I actually, to be honest, like, I knew it was going on, but I, I didn't care. I, I, was like, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need to watch it. And I actually went, I took a nap during the thing. Uh, so, as soon as I, I woke up from my nap, I had, like, I had everyone blasting me. Be like, oh, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see this? And I was like, no. I was like, I, was like, I don't, I was like, I don't need to know what the next Uncharted is. I mean, and the only thing I was seeing is like, oh, maybe they announced something for Kingdom Hearts? And, no. Konami announced the Kawabunga collection for Ninja Turtles. So, Konami, if you don't know, um... When Ninja Turtles first started, they developed uh, video games for, like, you know, the original Nintendo. They, they they did it for DOS. They did it for Game Boy, Super Nintendo, Sega. Like, like anything, like, everything that was, like, Ninja Turtles, uh, video game-wise, like, they did. And this one, like, really shocked me. I was so happy because this is something I've been, like, wanting. And I didn't know if this was possible for the longest time because... Right now, Activision holds the rights for the um, for the Ninja Turtle like license for the uh, for video games, and I wasn't sure like if like 
they could ever like release like some of the older ones. Like I was extremely happy with the uh, arcade cabinet. Like I was so happy like when uh, they're like, oh no, oh yeah, we can release that. Mm -hmm. So this collection is going to pretty much have almost pretty much every uh, Ninja Turtles uh, game that came out like during the '90s era, during like the 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 classic cartoon era. Nice. Yes, there's gonna be 13 games in total. Uh, first, I want to also want to say, not oh, only is I it gonna, like the poster. yeah, yeah. Oh, the poster looks really cool. I actually really love this poster. Um, also, uh, it's gonna retail for forty dollars. Forty dollars for 13 games is actually a really good deal. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I really, I just, uh, I really want to say that. I want, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna tell you guys the list of the games that it comes with. Um, it, it's gonna come with. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. It's going to come with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time arcade game. The Ninja Turtles NES game. The really hard NES game I just wanted to add. Uh, uh, Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. So the the NES version of the arcade game. Uh, Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project, which is a really good game. I actually really enjoyed that game. Uh, we have Tournament Fighters for the NES... Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis. We have Turtles in Time uh, for the Super Nintendo. We have Hyperstone Heist for the Genesis, which, if you guys don't know, Hyperstone Heist is almost like Turtles in Time. They just, like, did some edits. It's an inferior edit. It's an inferior uh, version of Turtles in Time, uh, personally. But still, that version has, like, you have a boss battle of uh, Tatsu, which is not in any other game. Um... And then we have the three Game Boy games, which I never played because I never owned a Game Boy, which is the Follow the Foot Clan, Back from the Sewers, and Radical Rescue. And especially, like, Radical Rescue, that's a really hard game to find, like, physically because it came so late in the thing. So, that, like, that's a one that's, like, an insane list. And what's really cool is that not only, like, not only we have, like, the American releases of those games... 11 of them are going to have the are also going to include the Japanese version of the game and usually the Japanese version is like a harder version uh, of the American game uh, the only two versions that not going to have a Japanese version is the uh, Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time arcade game and the uh, Ninja Turtles uh, tournament fighters for the NES also uh, these games are going to include online functionality so you can play these online so, uh, and, th and it's not going to be all the games. Uh, these are the games that are, gonna, that are going to include online. Uh, the Ninja Turtles arcade game. The Turtles in Time uh, arcade game. Hyperstone Heist. And uh, Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters, only the Super Nintendo version. So, uh, a few things I want to add. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed because like, we got like Hyperstone Heist, which is the, the Genesis version of Turtles in Time. Uh, that can go online. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have the Super Nintendo version of it. And that's the one, like, a lot of people like more. And in fact, like, I mean, I, I, I hear, I, I hear, like, I've, I've seen people say that they like the Super Nintendo version of the, of Turtles in Time more than arcade version. I personally, I like the arcade version. I think the arcade version is better. But the Super Nintendo version had more of a strategy kind of thing. Uh, and also had, like, more levels and that kind of stuff. Uh, I never played any of these. I have no wait, idea. Wait, wait. No, no, no. You played the arcade game. 
Yes, that's the only one I'm playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's arcade. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm actually I'm really happy that it's actually including both the arcade game and the Turtles in Time arcade game because for like I don't know I I would I would say the past what how how long have we had the arcade cabinet three years now yeah uh, so for the past three years the only legal way to play the arcade game was to own the cabinet especially like. The, the Turtles in Time version uh, right now is like $600. And I mean, I, I, I told people this, like if you're buying the arcade cabinet just for the games, you're overpaying because uh, the, the games are fun. They're not like, you know, it's not like $300, uh, $300 each fun. Uh, so, and, and then also like the fact that it has the online functionality. Uh, oh, I didn't talk about this. Oh, uh, it's coming. So, uh, so when they originally announced it, uh, you know, it was announced in the Sony thing, and for like a good hour, people were like, "Okay, is it coming to other systems? Or is it just going to be on uh, PlayStation Four and PlayStation 5? Uh So Konami has came out and said, uh, like, it is coming on PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Xbox One, Xbox uh, Series X and S, uh, and Nintendo Switch. My personal favorite system. Also, is coming on uh, Steam on for PC. So. Uh, there's a good chance, like, whatever system that you own, especially, like, you know, uh, like, thankfully it's not just, like, PlayStation 5, because not a lot of people have PlayStation 5, because of, like, how hard it is to find. Yeah. Uh, I was happy when they said it's coming to Switch, because Switch is, like, my absolute favorite system, I, because I, I like to play it on the go, I like to play it on the TV. Also, what I like about the Switch is the Switch, I have, like, the original Nintendo controller, the Super Nintendo controller... And also the Sega Genesis commercial c controller, so I can like play it the most authentic way for some of these games. Uh, that's uh, that, that's what I really that's what I really like about uh, about this. Uh, like I'm really I'm really excited about it. Uh, and it's also uh, some features that are going to be in there. Uh, we also um, some really some some really cool features are going to be in it. Uh, we're going to have, like, you know, you can pause, suspend a game, like, you know, kind of do, like, a little save kind of thing, uh, uh, like, you know, so if you need to, like, if you don't have time to go sit through, like, 30 minutes of the game, you can, like, play, like, 10 minutes and then come back to it. It has that online, fu has that functionality. It also has the rewind functionality, which, like, if you guys played, like, classic games on, like, modern systems, that's, like, a lifesaver because a lot, like, especially the Nintendo version. Of the of the game, the Nintendo, the Nintendo version is just a really hard game. Uh, so, and I'm gonna say this right now. Uh, a, a lot of people say, "Oh, the the dam level where where you have to swim around the seaweed." They, people people say like, "Oh, that's so hard." It's not that hard. It, that that level's not hard. I mean, I, I I don't like like you know the there's hard levels like you know level three, level four, level four is hard. Like the the. The, the damn level? No, 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 no. It's like, once you know where all the bombs are at, you can go through it really easy. I'm just saying. I mean, and like, my, my friend, uh, my, my friend, like, gets, like, mad at me when, when I say that. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, it's gonna have that. Other things it's also gonna include, it's gonna have, like, some extras, so it's gonna have, like, some concept art, it's gonna have some, uh, background, uh, video, and, like, the, like, and it's gonna tell you, like, the time frame, like when this stuff was it, is going to have some behind the scenes stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool. I'm so happy that this is like coming. Hopefully, next time you don't take a nap during this. <laughs> I, I know. Yes, next. I, I've learned my lesson. Anytime there's a video game announcement, 
don't take a nap. Uh, because like, you know, like I, I, I found out about it. I found out about it like later than some of the other people. Uh, so, but it is like, it, uh, it is awesome. I, I personally, I cannot wait for it. Uh, it's supposed to be coming out, uh, sometime this year. So, uh, so, you know, this year we're having this and then we also have that Shredder's Revenge uh, game coming, if you remember. Uh, yes, yeah, remember. Yeah, so we're going to have, like, you know, I remember, like, I think it was, like, me last year around this time where I was complaining that we don't have any Ninja Turtle games on Switch. Yeah. And now, like, you know, like, you know. It's okay, a year for Ninja Turtles. Yes, yes. This, this is definitely a great year. Uh, for uh, for Ninja Turtles, uh, like you know, a great year for Ninja Turtle video games. I I I can't believe like all this is coming. I mean, this is like this is amazing. The only thing I put up there, I was, <laughs> I said because uh, next year is the twentieth anniversary for two thousand three series, and I said I said, hey Konami, you think uh, we can make a collection for those games as well, like you know, for two thousand three games? Uh, so hopefully hopefully they'll listen to me. Uh, so starting this Tuesday is going to be the NECA pre-orders for the uh, tur for the uh, Ninja Turtle Secret of the Ooze 4-pack, uh, uh, which this is going to be a special 4-pack edition that has, that's going to be in the VHS cover, very similar to the one they did for the first movie uh, set that was uh, only for the San Diego Comic-Con. So if you have that set, you know, you definitely would want this set so you can have it, like, you know, side-by-side. To have uh, that uh, that uh, that VHS uh, cover, uh, that's going to be on pre-order uh, starting on this Tuesday. So if you're listening to the audio podcast, it will be up in pre-order uh, by that time. And then so will the accessory set. And the and then coming back for pre-order is going to be the Token Razar uh, two pack. They offered this I want to say back in 2019 for pre-order uh, uh, and. The, uh, and then, like, you know, they haven't, like, offered it again since, uh, till now. Mm -hmm. So, if you guys, if you guys missed Token Razar, because I know we, I know a lot of people that I miss, miss this one, we, uh, you have a chance to get it. Uh, so, uh, price-wise, the four-pack is going for 150 the accessory set is going for 60 and Token Razar are going for, uh, 80 so yes, the four pack has uh, did jump up in price, just like how, how we kind of saw with the other four pack, because they were like before the four packs were going for one twenty five. I remember the the one I have I bought for one twenty five, uh, and and then the accessory set, the first movie accessory set was fifty dollars, jumped up by ten dollars, and then the one that we can directly compare to is the Token Razar set. Token Razar when it went first went up in 20 back in 2019 that went for 70 dollars, and then now it's jumped up to 80 oh. so uh you know if you haven't been following real world events you would know um y you would know that everything not just uh action figure wise has been jumping up in price uh like you know we've seen we've seen the neck of the prices like uh jump up i'm hoping like this is the final like jump because uh, I mean, if you remember, we talked about it a few, uh, like, you know, I want to say last year, we talked about, like, the action figure prices, how, like, they just kept rising. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, they were, I mean, they were, like, you know, it just kept getting up and up and uh, for, for a while. We're like, well, on, but I'm, I have a feeling it's going to stop right here. Exactly. I'm hoping so, too. I'm really, ho I'm really hoping so. 
Uh, but yeah, that that's just our uh, thing. Uh, we've already gone over what's uh, what each of the uh, fi uh, figures are are, are coming with. Uh, so if you don't know if you don't know what the figures are coming with, or uh, don't know what the accessory accessory set is coming with, uh, check out our past episodes to uh, uh, to find that. Like when we talked about it, uh, like I want to say late February. Uh, so uh, the next thing I do want to talk about, and uh, this one. This one uh, came out and I was uh, a little uh, surprised about it. Uh, so, Diamond Select Toys has announced that they're doing these uh, statues that they're calling uh, D-Forms uh, for Ninja Turtles. And so, uh, which is actually pretty cool because I, like, Diamond Select hasn't really done uh, Turtles uh, before. And uh, I know they've, I know they've partnered, uh, I know they partnered with uh, Gentle Giant to do the the last Ronin uh, statue that we saw like a uh, like a few months ago, uh, and uh, you know, um, but this one, uh, uh, this they're they're also doing these uh, these statues too. Uh, so uh, the ones that we are looking at is basically the comic versions of Shredder, Splinter, and the four main turtles. Uh, you know, they all have the red headband. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're 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 they're, they're chubby. They're definitely chubby. They have like uh, body. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Kind of like toddlers, kind of like thing. Like yeah. you know. Yeah. They definitely they definitely have that. Uh, there's two versions of Shredder. We have like the red Shredder, and then we have like a blue Shredder. Like you know, because uh, depending on on like which cover comic you've seen, like you like you know, it's either uh, red or blue uh, for Shredder. Uh, so we have that, and then, like, you know, uh, they look pretty cool. Uh, I really like them. Uh, you can pre-order them, uh, you can pre-order them right now directly from, uh, Diamond Select. Uh, you know, uh, personally, I like these, um, and, uh, you know, uh, hopefully we'll, I'm not sure when the actual release date is, but when it comes, like, we, hopefully we can be able to, uh, take a look at it and, you know, give us our, our opinions on it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, definitely let us know what you guys, uh, think of these statues. The, so the next thing I do want to talk about is uh, we're going to like kind of stick on this subject for a while. And we're going to be talking about uh, NECA's uh, Holothon uh, that's like going on now at Target. And, um, well, uh, you know, let's, let's first, before like, I, before I talk about like their, their first day of like, of it going, uh, let, let's first like talk about things that got officially revealed because you know uh there are things in the shelves right now and th like that uh, they appeared on the shelves uh, but like they finally like finally we got like an official reveal because like uh NECA partnered with like other websites that like you know do these reveals mm -hmm. but like Target decided hey no we're just going to put them out in stores before you can actually do them yeah uh so uh you know Target just wants to steal all like all the thunder uh but yeah so the first thing i do want to talk about we kind of briefly uh talked about it before and that is uh the fugitoid the fugitoid figure which it did go up uh four orders back like in uh three days ago on target i'm going to discuss about that because that's a whole nother drama uh -huh. right there um but so with fugitoid we actually have two versions of this figure we have the signature edition uh that's going for a hundred dollars and then we have like 
the regular edition that's going for uh, $32 well, at, um, at Target. Now, uh, the, now well, from what we have been told, that the, the regular edition of the Futuroid should be also be it, it's it should not it's not a target exclusive it should be also be coming to other stores um but there's also some mixed messages in there too and and that, because I know the signature edition is a target exclusive uh but uh we'll find out about the the other one shortly but like uh like your local comic book store stores are supposed to have the entire mirage wave like that's that's like what um, that's what we've been, uh, told by NECA. Uh, like, like the, 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 all four of them should be available there. Uh, but like I said, I've, I've been getting some mixed messages from other outlets. So, uh, we'll see which one's correct, which one's not correct. Uh, but, uh, like, so, so, uh, Fugitoid, um, Fugitoid, like, he comes with, uh, these accessories, uh, that we're looking at on the screen, uh, for our audio podcast. Uh, he basically comes with some alternate hands. He comes with the little gauntlet uh, thing that Donatello uh, got uh, from his uh, his solo uh, issue um, from the Mirage comics. Uh, he also has a satchel, and then he has he also has like a like four different blasters. Like uh, one of them is great. Uh, one of one of them is a kind of a, a big kind of raffle thing, and then he has like two like hand blasters mm-hmm. for a robot that's all about peace. He has a lot of weapons. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> like he's supposed to be peaceful, and he's coming with these like blasters. I mean, um, now <laughs> I mean, we concentrate more on the on the cartoon. So uh, some of these blasters, because I know the Fugitoid does not own all these ba- blasters. He's his, his a peace loving. Just want to make it worth it. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make it worth it. I have a feeling like these blasters like belong to like other characters, and they just wanted to put it with him because like there's really not much to the figure, and they want to make sure he, like He's people are getting like thirty thirty dollars worth of things. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, w- uh, to be honest. I'm not sure exactly. The only one I I know for certain is this this gauntlet thing that's meant for Don for that's meant for Donatello. That's the only thing I I know uh, for certain. Uh, the other ones, I mean, I I just like I, I would have to like get with the TMT nerds and see where exactly. I'm sure like they've like, hey, this belongs to this person. This belongs to this person. Like I'm pretty sure like a Triceraton has like one of these blasters. <laughs> like I'm like ninety percent sure. I wouldn't be surprised if like a Utram has like some of these blasters as well. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, now I'm sure you're gonna be asking me, okay, what's the difference between the signature version and the non-signature version? You the signature. Can- yes. <laughs> Really? Really, yes. So, the signature version has a signed card. Oh, that's a cute card. Yeah, it's actually a really cute card. And it also has a sketch um, by Kevin Eastman. Oh, the sketch is also... Uh, Yeah, the sketch is, like, printed, though. Like, the signature is not printed, um, but the the sketch is also... Uh, by, uh, by Kevin, uh-huh. uh, and I, and actually, uh, we didn't talk about this uh, before, but like uh, the the box itself, uh, Kevin did uh, Kevin Eastman did the drawings, oh, like cool. uh, uh, um, of these box of this like this these new uh, Mirage style uh, figures that are coming like from NECA, 
uh, for, uh, for, for this wave. Uh, yeah, uh, so, yes, for an extra $70, you get the signature. Uh, so, if, like, you know, this is actually really good for, like, people who've always wanted a Kevin Eastman autograph. Yeah. And, like, they just, they, the, either Kevin doesn't go to their city, or they don't, like, have a way to go to the conventions that he goes to. Yeah. Uh, this is a great way uh, to do that, and to be honest, actually, what I thought, what I really think the coolest thing about this is, like, the fact is, like, the signature is, like, inside mm -hmm. the package, and, like, because, you know, usually when you get self-signed, it's, like, on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's cool, like, we get, like, a signature, like, uh, on to the... To be protected. Yeah, 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 to be protected, like, in the inside. I, I, the only thing I don't know... I don't know if like if you can actually view the actual signature itself from the package. I um uh, I would have to actually look at the package itself. Uh, but people are already seeing this in stores. Apparently, uh, this uh this one in particular uh, uh is like like so for each like box each case that comes with the Fugitoid, there's like three regular editions and then there's one signature edition. And just to kind of weigh this short packet and make it limited. And then, like, you know, there's no plans. There's never, there's no uh, actual plans to bring this one back out. I mean, because, like, you know, it's a, just a signature. Uh, that's the only difference. But everything else, action figure-wise, everything else is the same. So, the other thing that got officially revealed in, in, uh, is uh, Toko and Razar. And we actually got, like, a, a good view of them, of the cartoon versions of Token Razar. Uh, so, yeah, 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 it's actually pretty cool. It's it's the animated look. If you have not seen the episode that Token Razar are in uh, from um, the show, uh, the show made them look more like the action figures that Playmates had during the time. Uh, so, uh, we got we got Token Razar. Uh, they come with alternate hands. Uh, they basically come with... Lots of food, like just a like literally like a plate full of food, uh, and uh, like just just other things. And then there's also a uh, like a, a tracking device, which I believe that like uh, like the the mutant hunter hunter uh, uh, Dirk uh, was using uh, in that episode. It, it's been a while since I've seen it, so and like I haven't like watched it again because we're I'm waiting for us to actually get to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that, uh, we don't know what week this is coming, but this is going to be a part of the Holothon, we just don't know what week yet. Uh, but, I do, I do want to talk about, I do want to talk about the Holothon. Because, let's talk about it. Oh gosh. Okay. Alright. Okay. So, Friday, Friday the 18th, like, you know, like, a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, that was the first week, that was the, the that was their opening kickoff mm -hmm. of... The Holothon, and it's it was going to start at uh, 8 a.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, you know, uh, I did like in the morning that Friday morning. I misinformed people and said it was Eastern Time, and I was I was wrong. I apologize for that. I just like you know I've gotten so used to either Eastern or Pacific. Uh, Central just kind of like threw me off. I was like, whoa, wait, why is it Central? And uh, I mean, I'm guessing that's because of like the department that uh, like, you know, that Holothon is like uh, uh, working from. Um, but yeah, so, so uh, you know, 8 a.m. Central time zone, which is 9 a.m. our time. Uh, it, it started and like the items start like becoming available. 
uh, on the Target's website, and then, oh my gosh, it was a big mess. 100% is a big mess. Okay, first, like, Fugitoid, like, both versions of the Fugitoid, uh, like, when it first popped up, it, they did have, like, the, oh, you can add to cart, and I was like, oh, cool, let me go add Fugitoid to our cart. And when I added him, uh, like, I was getting an internal, like, website error. It's like, it's like, like, they didn't actually have the stock in it, and then so, what they had to do was, they had to, like, change it to coming soon. And then I'll, and then like, so in my mind, I was like, okay, what was the point of giving us the time? Yeah. Giving us, because so those two weren't available. Uh, and then also the, there was a signature uh, for RuPaul Chia Pet also as well. And like, uh, I believe it was just those three items were not available at the time that they gave us. And they didn't really give us a time when it was going to come. So during the day... Because I believe Fuge, I don't know what time uh, RuPaul actually, uh, the RuPaul uh, Chia Pet went on sale. Because uh, I just didn't, like, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't care about Chia Pets and I had no desire to get RuPaul's signature. Uh, but, uh, like, during the day, like, I think it was around 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, Fugitroid finally showed up. And, like, you know, by the time he showed up, like, it was all gone. Like, the signature edition, like, quickly got wiped out. Uh, I only went for the regular edition. So, um, like, you know, that like, that one lasted for a good while. But then, like, I've, when I was trying to tell my friend, oh, hey, Future Toy's up. You can go order it now. He was telling me, oh, no, it's already sold out. And, wow. yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, gosh. And, like, I was like, and, like, yeah. And he told me, he was like, I checked at 9 a.m. And then, like, you know, I had... Uh, I had, like, uh, uh, work to do. Th like, so, yeah, my friend was, like, checking, like, at the time, like, you know, when they, they told him to check. And then, like, after that, he had to go to, he had to work. And so, by the time, like, you know, he went to check, he, by the time he went to try to order it during lunch, it was gone. So, like, I mean, that, that, that was, like, a really bad way to do it. And it was, like I said, like, what, what was yeah. the point of giving us the time? Uh, other things. Like now, the other things they had uh, available. Uh, they also had the uh, the pizza monster. They they had the glow in the dark mutant man. Uh, and, uh, the foot soldier. Oh yeah. So that's the one I wanted to get over the the foot soldier. So uh, the foot soldier. They were selling the the ultimate foot soldier, the one that's in the uh, the single uh, pack. And when when that one uh, when that one went up. They put the picture of the two pack of the foot soldier, and like they put it for the price of the of the single pack, and I was like, "Whoa, this is going to, this is going to cause people some, uh, some problems." Yeah, confusion, exactly. Uh, because if they see like the picture says two, and I, I told people like, "Okay, this is going to cause a lot of refunds," because like they're going to be like, "This is not what I ordered." Yeah. Uh, so that was, I mean, that was, and they. They did correct that one. They corrected it like mid afternoon. I don't know, like, and by the time I, I don't know if it got corrected before or after it sold out. But there was a very like weak, uh, uh, like managing behind it. Such a weak managing, such a weak managing about it. And then like, uh, so while that's all going on, the Holothon.com had the instructions that that the. Uh, that all U.S. orders go through Target and international or uh, international orders go through 
holothon.com. Uh, the, that's just the way they do it. That's just the partner they have with, with Target. That's the way how we get these uh, figures available. Because, like, you know, Target is paying for that exclusive rights. And if we, if Car Target didn't give NECA that money, we wouldn't be getting these figures. Uh -huh. uh, that's that. That's the thing. That's, the, you know, that's the seed money that, that NECA is getting. So you go to holothon.com, and then all of a sudden, like, on holothon.com... They had the the four pack style guide turtles like that like that uh, the one that we talked about last time that people were finding in stores. Uh -huh. uh, they also had they also had token Razard that one we just talked about, uh, and I uh, I can't think of any other ones. But those two were not supposed to be up, and they were up. Not only were they up, people from the U.S. were able to order it. Oh, yeah, like and so. Uh, and I actually just had an experiment. I was like, okay, let's see what happens when I... I want to see what happens when I, when I order, and I want to see if my order gets canceled. As of this recording, my order has not got canceled. Yeah, so we will find out. Uh, like, there's a lot of people are, like, you know, a lot of people are cl clamoring, like, oh, they have to honor these orders, they have to honor these orders. Uh, no, the online retails, they, they don't have to honor anything. They can, like, you know, if, if they don't have... If they don't have something in inventory uh, that was meant to be for that region, they can cancel. They can cancel and refund the order. They just the only thing they can't do is they can't charge you and then not ship you anything. If they don't ship you anything, they gotta they have to cancel it. Uh, so we'll find uh, we'll find out. I'll find out like you know if the orders came through. But here's the thing: international people could not order. They could not order through the holothon.com. Only U.S. people. Well, there's like a big warning that says. These orders do not ship in the U.S. region. That's so mess and weird. Yes, it was such, it was such a mess. I mean, and then like later in, like by mid afternoon, uh, the the site fixed itself. They made sure international people can order. They took off uh, Toko and Razar and the turtles. People were mad. People were like, oh, were they sold out? And I had to keep informed. No, they're not sold out. They were not supposed to be there. They just were not, they, they, at that time, they were not supposed to be there. They're supposed to be there up for another time. Uh, it's just that it was a big mess of a thing. And this was, like, the, the first week. I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping, like, they took, like, all the mistakes that happened mm -hmm. in this first week. And they just, uh, they like, you know, yeah, yeah, like, like you know, th this Friday when, like, you know, our second week comes up, our second week of pre-orders, which we'll find out what that what that's going to be uh like it does not like go in this big spiral mess um uh, like uh yeah yeah ho ho hopefully but that this was just the awful way to start it up i'm just saying um and uh one last thing i do want to add is that the uh the you remember uh super rock city mighty bebop yeah uh yeah uh people have been i, I forgot to mention but people have been finding those in stores now too Okay. So yeah, I, I don't think they've. I don't. I'm not, I can't remember if they've been officially announced or not. Uh, I've because of like how much of a mess this whole holothon has been. Like uh, whatever they have, they're trying to do. Like oh hey, we got exclusive reveals. Like everything kind of got already. Like the, all the thunder has been stolen. Like uh, at all. And then like I mean, and then I will say the one, the one last thing that they did, and it was just the insert insult to injury. Uh, so they have a marketing team, like, you know, and then they've been, like, doing these videos. Uh, and so uh, they have a character. They've It's been popping up uh, for a couple of times in their marketing videos. It was the 
the Canuck curator, or curator, the, yeah, the, the Canuck uh, uh, curator, just uh, basically that, that's his character. And not many people have been really paying attention to him because they like you know, they just care about the toys and everything. But then Friday, like uh, Holothon, like did their uh, did their promotion video with with him again. Like he he kind of like kind of disappeared for a while, then he came back. And the way that they did it was this like tongue in cheek. It was supposed to be tongue in cheek where. He's dressed up like a like a turtle, like kind of like you know how we've done in the Halloween in the past. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, he's living in his mother's basement, and and like he's like, uh, he's like showing off like the toys that like can be, uh, can be pre-ordered, and like while like he's like you know fake yelling at his mom, mom, I'm doing a TV show, like I'm doing a web show or something like that, and like it's just it was like. It was like a slap in the face. It was like a, a cartoon character. No, no, it's a. It was a person. Oh, it was a person. It, 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 it was a person. It was a person in their from their. Uh, I can only assume from their marketing team because he's been doing other. Uh, he's been doing other like Holothon uh, video announcements, uh-huh. and they just decided like they just decided to make this character. He's going, like, now this character is dressed up as a Ninja Turtle. He's a big Ninja Turtle fan for now, right right now. Like, you know, other videos he wasn't, like, they had no mention of, like, how much of it. He was just a, like, whatever. He was like, oh, I'm just reporting on Holothon, like, right, kind of thing. Like, he was, like, a newscaster. Um, but now he's like, oh, now he's a Ninja Turtle fan who is, uh, like, who's trying to do a web show from the, from the basement of his mother's house. So it's supposed to be, like, an adult, like... It's an adult who collects action figures, and it's that stereotype that, like, whenever, like, people think of, like, people who collect action yes, figures... they think they're, like, uh, they don't have a life or something. Right! That's, that's not right. That's exactly... that's and, and that's the thing. Like, they were so tone deaf yeah. on this. And because, like, like I said, it felt like a slap to the face to the fan, to the people they're trying to market Buy for. From, yeah. Right! Exactly. It's like, it's like oh, hey... If you buy from us, we'll call you loser. Right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And like, I mean, it it was so. It like I said, I I know in their minds they're like, oh, this is like you know, no, like you know, like something fun. And like you know, I, their intentions was something to be to be funny, but it came out to an insult for the people that you're trying to market to. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It was. Um. That that one was like I mean a lot of people got angry about that like a lot of people and like I can't blame them yeah I can't blame them I I never I didn't personally find it offensive because like you know at the same time I'm like you know I know who I am I mean and like I mean I I mean I know growing up uh, I know like 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 growing up like when I was in college yes I was in my parents basement and yes I had a my my thing was like my uh, room was like full of action figures. I mean, but, I, like, you know, I but never... I mean, but the fact is that that's the stereotype for any yeah, passion. That's just, yes, yes, exactly. Even if you're, like, I don't know, passionate about, like, basketball or something, in some age you're not affording having a house of your own and you live in your mom's basement. Like yes, that. yes, 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 exactly. It's just, like, but the thing is, like, the outside people... They look at the people like who still get like action figures and that kind of stuff. They like uh, people who never grow up and who can never like leave that situation because a uh, quote unquote they'll be single forever. I mean, you know, I don't know how many times I've heard this. 
Like, uh, like you know, obviously it's not true because I have an awesome ma- wife right next to me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was just, it, it was a very tone deaf kind of thing. And yeah, just, uh, it was just, just bad. Yeah, that was wrong. That was wrong, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, but yeah, that's uh, pretty much everything I want to talk about. Uh, Holothon, like you know, um, Holothon, we have hope on you. Yeah, we have hope on you. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, uh, we, I mean, we won't be able to record uh, like what happens on the second week, but I'm really hoping that on the second week, like you know, when we come back from our vacation, we, uh, hopefully we'll have like, oh hey, Holothon like turned itself around and fix all these issues and like you know what hey the night the like the last three weeks everything went swimmingly amazing yes oh all right uh you know and this week we just doubled the news for you guys uh, that is because we did miss last week but we did partially record the podcast that's why it was just a little longer and a little more uh you know subjects as normal uh as um you know uh just as just as a reminder, we will be off for the next two weeks, but we will return. And when we return, it'll be uh, you know we'll be back Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You guys know the drill. But let's get into this week's episode. You ready, honey? Yes, I'm so ready. <laughs> All right. This week we're talking about European season episode six, Ring of Fire. This originally aired in the U.S. on September 20th, 1993. This was written by Michael Edens and directed by Bruno Renee Hutchins. Uh, honey, you want to give us a summary? Okay, summary. So, uh, in this episode, the turtles are in a um, in a city in um, Portugal. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, they're in a uh, season of the... Uh, a festival that they're um, what are those bulls bulls, bulls yeah those um, fighting bulls I don't know what they call it um, and then um, uh, at the same time uh, Crank uh, invented something that like a machine that uh, can uh, if it goes to Portugal I think it can uh, from the sun can get all the heat and um yeah okay i, I do want to ins- inter- insert this i okay crane had this whole plan that he was going to use the sun rays and he had to do it in portugal to heat up everything but i didn't understand why he wanted to do it like like i don't think it was to power the technodrome i i i i, I think he just wanted to burn the earth Yes, that's one of the reasons that he usually do. Right, right. He just th- there was no absolute like reason for it. He just like you know he he just wanted like wanted to make the Earth like spin around weird. Yes. So um and then um at the same time April Irma and Vernon is also they are in that city and they are reporting the um, reporting for Channel Six for all these uh festivals and everything, and then um. Uh, so, um, uh, like the turtles are watching from, uh, their room that was in a, I don't know, it was an olive oil company. Or yeah, something. it was an olive oil company. And, uh, then, uh, Mikey decided to go, uh, to the sewers. From the sewers, he end up to, uh, mm, to one of those, uh, bowls, uh, um, places. And then, uh, he, uh, he hit Mikey and Mikey, um, 
escape and he end up to the um, beach and then um, um, April and uh, Vernon and Irma they are doing the report in the beach and um, um, uh, Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady they are uh, um, uh, I don't know I think I find this like <laughs> they're getting the, the sand to make the lens yes they're getting the, the sand to make the um, to make the lens and so finally they uh, they um, uh, finally uh, Shredder trap um, April because April uh, just wanted to keep um, um, like uh, figure out what's going on he uh, she found the, the key from the Shredder and uh, so they captured uh, April and then um, they also captured uh, Irma and they uh, put them on the machine on the on top of the one of the towers that when the sun rises it burns them and uh, uh, Donatello somehow like figured out from the uh, the, <laughs> the sign that uh, April was giving to her and they went and uh, saved them. That's right. All right. Just the fastest I could. <laughs> you did a great job, honey. You did a great job. Uh, one thing I do want to note, because this tripped up uh, a few of our listeners, because of, uh, our listeners were going by the order on the DVD. I mean, we, we've already, like, threw them a wrench by going into this season instead of, season, instead of the CBS. Um, so the DVD order is actually wrong they switched this episode with the lost queen of atlantis and i saw that i saw that from a dvd and then the first at first i was like okay oh which one is the correct order and when i checked digitally digital had it in this order and then also when i checked uh from uh from from Wiki, both Wikipedia and TMNT Pedia or Turtlepedia, I forget what it's called now. Uh, they actually put the 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 production codes and and production codes. It was this order. So I mean, like I said, I didn't see these episodes when they first aired, so I can't really remember how it went. But but it was but it is. It is, uh, but this is the correct order. The DVD has it wrong. So, uh, you know, uh, sorry for the people that, that we tripped up uh, on there. But, you know, you should, I shouldn't be apologizing. Lionsgate should be apologizing for you guys. And they shouldn't have done that for you guys. <laughs> Alright, so let's start breaking down the episode. And so, the episode we start out that the Turtles are in Lisbon, Portugal. And I'm going to give... Ninja Turtles this I like I'm just surprised they're in Portugal because the like for an American audience Portugal is not like a country that like you know it's like oh like they talk about too much do you understand what I'm saying yes like and especially like this is the running of the bulls I mean I grew up in America I've I only assumed that the running of the bulls was only in Spain but like I, but it is also, but it is also in uh, Portugal. Like it's just that for us Americans, we know it from Spain so much more. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, I always saw them in in like TV. I didn't know where exactly they belong to. Right. Uh. So, and then we see the turtles. They're in a olive oil warehouse, 
And, okay, big, big shout out to Michael Atkins, because I'm going to go ahead and go through all these, because I did write down some of the, uh, some of the, uh, the signs that, um, that we had in the background, and then, like, after a while, I was, I just kind of stopped writing them, because I was like, this is too much, I was like, oh, it's also, I was like, I'm 90% sure those are in Portuguese, but, uh, Michael did all the research for us. So thank you, and I'm gonna we're gonna go ahead and list out all the background signs and uh, in in this episode, uh, courtesy of Michael Atkins. Uh, so uh, the the first is like the olive oil sign. It says it it wrote um, olive oil S A, and he says that's he says the best he can think of is that the S A is supposed to stand for uh, South African. South Africa, um, South Africa provides a, a lot of olives to other countries. So, uh, there's that one. And then here's, and then, uh, other signs that we can see throughout the episode. Uh, there's a sign that says Linda de Souza, um, in, um, uh, in the bullring. Uh, and she's actually a Portuguese, uh, musician and author. Uh, I never even heard of that person before. Um, Aldea uh, Vela. Um, that was also in the bullring, which means sailing village. Porta, also in the bullring, which literally means door, which it was above a door. And then uh, Corda, and in Portugal, Cordas de Toros is the term for bullfighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so r- some really cool like Portu- Portuguese like detail that they put in the episode. Which, like, that, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, we've discussed this before, like, you know, this season in particular, they, they actually did a really good job of, like, keeping, like, the culture and everything, and uh, especially with these uh, these uh, foreign, like, uh, background artists and everything, uh, that was, like, a really cool detail that was not necessary, but still were, but still were really cool. Yes. So one last thing I want to talk about the... The olive oil uh, building. Did you see what was in the olive oil building? Um, there was a like a box kind of thing. I mean, I, I think it's something bigger. Mm. The van? Yes, the van. <laughs> like as soon as I saw the van, I was like, what? "The van is inside the building." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Really?" Yes, they're like whenever they rest, they they bring the van. It's like they're dolls. Right, right, exactly, yeah. Uh, so, I just thought that was just, uh, I, 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 I thought that was just kind of, like, weird. But, yep, yeah, the, the van was inside the building, uh, and Donnie was working on some pizza machine that gets easily forgotten in this episode. Like, like, you know, he, like, you know, he starts making it, but then, like, you know, it's like, the next scene, like, we, we don't see it again. But I do want to talk about Donnie. Donnie's voice. You notice anything different with it? Yeah, it was it was someone else. Yes, this was uh, Greg Berg. We we we've heard it before. Uh, I did not know Greg Berg did Greg Berg did any of the uh, European episodes, but uh, I just found out just literally as of this recording that he's he's done that that his uh that he's done this episode. So at least. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So and then um. Uh, so. Also in this episode, you know, kind of like a, I believe it was the, I believe it was the last episode where like 
you know, Splinter was trying to give Mikey, Mikey like, oh, we got to learn, like, culture and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, again, like, Splinter, like, you know, because, like, Mikey was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to look, I don't want to do all this, like, running of the bull stuff. I don't want to watch uh, all these people uh, do this. He was like, I want to go to the beach because, you know, Portugal is on the coast. Um, and Splinter's like, oh, no, we have to, you know, Splinter starts, like, you know, giving him the that lesson again. It's like, oh, we got to learn these culture and everything. And Mikey had once, like, nothing to do with it. And, like, you know, he just kind of leaves. But, like, so after he leaves, this is, like, when we go into the Technodrome. And, and this is, like, where Krang basically has his plot, like, he has his plan that he's going to make a giant magnifying lens and just, like, burn people and like you know we just i mean again like you know uh, like we don't really have like a good reason why he's doing this he's just he just like wants to do this and yeah, like he's just a bad guy he just wanted to even the machine that caused trouble right right exactly yeah and and then he was like oh we got like he was like oh you gotta go and get the sand from lisbon portugal because apparently that's where the best sand for you to make a big lens comes from. And I do like Shredder. Shredder like points out like, like why why do you need to tell me all this? And here we have Krang breaking the fourth wall. Oh. <laughs> fourth wall break. Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. Yes. And, yes, and so so Krang breaks the full f- fourth wall, and he lets us know. He's like, "Oh, I have to tell you this because this is the educational part of the show." Yes, yes, I love that. <laughs> yes, this, no. this is the edu- educational portion of the show. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, that was fantastic. I really loved it. There was oh. something else that he, he said. He said uh, this was not uh, breaking the fourth wall, but still, I thought it was cool. He said, uh, just because I'm a brain doesn't mean I don't have feeling. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, because, uh, uh, Shredder, because, uh, because, because he, he was talking about his hands and, and, and Shredder was like, oh, you don't have hands. You're just, and he was like, oh, just because I'm all brain or like, you know, uh, I do want to note that at, there's a one point when he was like explaining to Shredder and it was a, a weird, like, layer of uh, error. And there's going to be more layer errors in, um, in this episode. But, like, they put Krang's, like, brain out of the android body layer. So it looked like he was, like, coming out of the body. I don't know if you noticed that or not. No, I didn't notice. Yeah, it was, it was like, during that whole, like... Uh, when he was talking? Yeah, when he was talking. Um, like, I'll, it was a mistake or they... No, it, it yeah, it, it 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 was a mistake and um I'll like uh I'll, I'll show you I'll, I'll get a screenshot for you so so you can see what, um like you know after recording so you can see exactly what, what I was talking about but you'll see like it, it just it just looks like he was escaping from the android body. Uh-huh. Right. So so just know. uh before him in the beginning uh, I just missed saying this. Oh yeah. Uh when they were in that uh olive oil uh, place uh-huh. the way Esperanto was sitting and uh, like moving his uh, feet it was like a child that's sitting on his toy box 
<laughs> you know, okay, so speaking of Splinter, uh, the, the team in T Twitter posted a poll today, and it said, who's, like, who's your favorite Splinter? Uh -huh. <laughs> and I, all I did was, like, I just replied, well, I know, I can tell you who Anna's least favorite Splinter is. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So the other thing that uh, I wanted to mention, um, like at the beginning of the episode, um, they had like a very like different kind of shadow on turtles, like uh, because usually the turtles were like more flat coloring, uh -huh. but at the beginning they had like um, uh, the it's like they like like the modern animation they had like shadow on the turtles. Yeah, because like um. Because oh, I also saw like shadows on like April and Irma as well. Yes, I think it was something that they just wanted to improve in uh, to make them not so flat. Right, I, I think you're right about that. No, I, it was something I, I definitely noticed as well. And I mean, it was very something small, but I mean, obviously for you, because you're an animator, it was like something that was like coming out to you. Yes. No, no, but uh, yeah, I, I will say I that was something I didn't notice too much on the turtles, but I definitely noticed on April and Irma in this episode, especially like uh, when I talk about the layering problem uh, with them, and that's the only reason I caught it. Mm -hmm. So uh, before we leave the technical, there's one last thing I do want to mention about it. So because like Shredder was like all like, oh, we need. He was like, okay, I'm gonna go down there, and he was like, I'm gonna bring some rock soldiers i just thought it was weird for shredder to ask for like rock soldiers when he normally gets foot soldiers uh -huh. but i guess it was just more of like hey let, let's get these let, hey let, let, let's get like rock so soldiers out and everything and you know uh i mean we're just gonna cross promote you know NECA over here because they just gave us pre-orders for like rock soldiers so you know i guess th we're just here helping you guys hey 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 here, here's some rock soldiers for you guys. <laughs> oh, and then like I think they just want we don't forget them as like like yeah as characters. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's what I think too. I, I think they just but like hey, we don't want to forget them. And maybe maybe part of it is that like the European team was kind of like we kind of want to mess with the rock soldiers some uh, because you know we like you know we've only done foot soldiers and we so far we only have these 13 episodes and maybe they're crossing their fingers if they did such a good job that Mer that uh fred wolf will give them another season where they go to europe yeah uh, uh, i don't know um but then like so the weird part in this episode is like like when the bad guys are leaving the technodrome uh, did did you like did you notice how they're leaving they they just went in. They just went into the wall like a ghost. Right, exactly. Because I think that that was supposed to be like you know how like in the show we uh whenever they they leave we have like that blue portal animation kind of thing. Yes. I think they were supposed to like put that in there, but they just didn't, and so we just had everyone just walk through the wall, and as you said, they were like ghosts. They just like. I mean, they made the sound that they were going through a portal, but then they just, it just really, it just, it was like Harry Potter, like, you know, when they're trying to enter the uh, train station in, like, nine and three-fourths uh, station, and they're just like, oh, no, no, you just run through the th wall. Yes. Right. Yes, I think you're right, because I was, especially, like, first when uh, Bebop and Rocksteady passed, and I was like, 
okay, what was it? Right. Then when she read her past, then I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, they they just didn't draw something there. Yes. Right, yeah. It, it was it was weird. Uh, like, you know, that's... Uh, it, it was just a weird thing. So, uh, going back to Earth, we have, we have Mikey. Mikey's in the sewers. He's trying to, like, you know... He's trying to get to the the beach and to get to Atlantic Ocean. And he comes up from the sewer, and this is, like, where he runs into the bull. Like, <laughs> literally. So, so the bull, like, like, first, like, you know, like, people are, are running away. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. I was worried for a second for a monkey. <laughs> I, I bet. Yeah, I bet. I, I know there are people who've always, like, wanted to do this. And I'm sure there is some, like, safety precautions and everything. Like, because I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, uh, Spain and Portugal are not just going to put just a bunch of random people and a wild bull just, like, you know, wild bulls, like, just chasing them. Like, I'm sure, like, there's, like, I'm sure there's, like, things, like, for people to do this. But this is something I never want to do in my life. Like, just never. Like, I... I, I don't care if, like, if I run and there's, like, a glass wall and there's, like, there's, like, no physical way of uh, for the bull to ever catch me. Because, you know what? I, I don't, I just don't want to put myself into that kind of danger, like, on purpose. Yes, I, I never was a fan of it. I always thought it's a stupid kind of thing. Right, and, I, I, okay, I'm pretty sure there's some history to it good for it i mean you know and for the people who enjoy it like you know i'm glad you enjoy it uh and and like you know uh and if you do enjoy it please like enrich me on like why you enjoy it and also like um like like what like how it like pertains to everything i'm just saying i'm not doing it i'm just not doing it. it's it's kind of it's kind of like the whole jumping out of the plane thing i i know i know you have a parachute i knew there's someone attached to you the first time you do it like you know and everything that doesn't mean i want to do it yes they probably want to experience some kind of like yeah they want that that, that the thrill of the rush and everything mm-hmm. and you know what that's what i have video games for <laughs> that's what i have movies for i i will experience it that way just 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 you know let me let me watch it on the on the screen and then have like my my adrenaline pump that way and not have me actually physically do it that i can like endanger myself but yeah so i i mean i even was watching it like while chasing mikey was making me like i I know you're you're scared for mikey you're like oh no and like you know um like you know mikey actually like gets like you know he the bull actually catches up to mikey and uh like you know, Mikey goes into the fountain, and then, like, uh, then the bull like breaks one of the park bench and kicks Mikey and the park bench into the Atlantic Ocean, and then Mikey gets happy because the park bench is now a surfboard for him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and so I do want to say this for for Mikey as well because like, uh, I mean. Uh, also, this episode, I think, has a record of, like, the most times Mikey says cowabunga. Like, because he first kind of, like, says it, uh, because of, like, the... Because it is a bull, and he was kind of, like, ironically, oh, cowabunga. But then, like, you know, he he's in the water, he's surfing in the water, and he does, like, 
shouts like Kyle at least like twice over there. Yes. But I do want to I I do want to mention this because like in this show they really make like Mikey more of like that California surfer kind of guy. I just how did I I really like canonically I really want to know how this happened with Mikey because Mikey grew up in like New York and it's not like Splinter was like oh hey let's go to California oh uh, because like cuz there's no beaches in New York City. Like, you know, they, people don't go surfing in New York City. People go surfing in California and they go surfing in Hawaii. And there's like it's not like Splinter can go afford to take Mike to take Mikey and the other turtles to like either of those states in the US. Mm. I just I'm just I'm just curious, how how did Mikey become a surfer? Like things I think because they because they we had some some parts that they do like a Mm, skateboard in the right. sewers. Right, right. Yeah, you know what? Okay, okay. Because he does ride the skateboard, and that's probably how he naturally became. Okay, okay, honey. I think I will accept that. I I will accept that, honey. But uh, Mikey is the only uh, turtle that in the when they make the toys, they make him like surfer, isn't he? Right. Yes. Yes. M- Mikey's like pretty much the only one that that they made a uh, made him a surfer. Maybe it's because he's more of a fun character. I think so. I mean, I mean, it, it's really clear that Townsend Coleman, like, gave Mikey that surfer vibe, like, for his voice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, that's what kind of uh, came... Because, like, like, out of the four, like, Mikey sounds like he's from California. Like, like the. I mean, I'm not saying, like, the other three sound like... It's not like the other three have, like, New York accents or anything like that. It's just that... Mikey, like, Mikey in the show, like, he acts like a Californian, like, you know, he says, dude, uh, he has, like, the, the cowabunga, he has all those California slang, uh-huh. and, like, that the other, like, you know, the other turtles don't really have. I still don't recognize these, uh, like, uh, slangs or, like, accents uh, from different parts of the United States. I, I think the only one... That I recognize is um, the uh, the South. S- south. <laughs> yeah. Because I that's do. because you're in the South. Yes, that's the only <laughs> one that. I can no, no uh, that yeah, like the so yeah, the Southern people have like like so you know here like we are in Atlanta, so like most of it, most of the people here are pretty much like you know like city people, but then but. When Anna meets, like, a southern person, she knows it's a southern person. Because she, she's like, are they from a different country? Like, you know, that, well, that's when when she first, like, was here. I was like, no, 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 no they're, they're from Georgia. She was like, but no one else from Georgia sounds like this. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, no, no. I mean, they're from, like, Georgia, Georgia. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, they're, they're not from the, uh, they're not from Atlanta, Georgia. They're, like, you know, from, like, the southern parts of Georgia. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So while Mikey's surfing, we see we, this. Is the, okay, first I want to me, me, do want to mention this is the first time we've seen all three of the Channel Six news team in like the, in Europe because like it's usually been like April and Irma or April and Vernon, but this time we have all three of them there at once. And April's doing her report. She's doing a report on I think the. Mr. Thompson. What was that? 
I said I think Mr. Thompson is uh, investing in Bitcoin or something. That <laughs> I think so too. Send everyone to Europe. This is sending everyone to Europe. Exactly. Like you know, um, <laughs> no, you're absolutely right about that. But while April's doing a report for the uh, for the running of the Bulls Festival, she mentions that she is April O'Neil, the European correspondent. Oh, she said that? Yes, she said that. I'm like, wait, when did she become the Europe, like, majority of the show she's been in New York? Like, if she was the European correspondent for Channel 6, the Turtles would never have met her because she would have been in Europe. It's her, it's her new, uh... <laughs> she got a brand new position. Yes, she has. She got she a got promotion. A br- <laughs> yeah, she got a promotion. This promotion that's only going to last for, like, seven more episodes. But I just, I just thought it was just funny how like all of a sudden like, like you know, like writing rise they should have put like oh um like reporting from Europe at this cur- like you know just something like that now now it's just like oh I'm 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 the European correspondent now I'm just like and it's like okay she's the European correspondent how come Vernon and Irma is still there like are they also are. are is Vernon the European director? We still don't know what Vernon does. So the European cameraman? Yes. And, <laughs> and Irma's the European secretary? Like, seriously, Irma should not be in Europe. Like, she's like the office secretary. You, you, you don't send the office secretary out of the office. That's counterproductive of what an office secretary is. And I can only assume that Mildred is doing all of Irma's work at this current moment. So, so, so they're doing that, and then they discover, oh hey, then Bebo and Rex they are in the in the truck. Right. Yes. Yes. Bebo and Roxy are in the truck with um with with the sand, and and then like you know like there's that whole dump lover of uh, joke where like Sheriff's like. Like, oh, it's this lover right here. It says right there, uh, dump lover. And then, like, uh, Bebop, uh, uh, Bebop uh, says, like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't read Portuguese. And then, <laughs> like, and it's clearly written in English. I'm just saying, like, we have, like, we already went through all, like, a lot of the Portuguese signs in this episode. This thing is, like, written in English, Bebop. But then he does mention he doesn't read at all. <laughs> Uh, and I, I do want to note, uh, Greg Bird does the voice of, uh, Bebop in this episode as well, because, uh, Barry Gordon normally does both Donnie and, uh, Bebop. That's why Bebop's, uh, voice kind of sounds, um, uh, different. But yeah, they, they basically, they dump all the silicon sand on Vernon. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, and I, I guess, like, I, I mean, I know Vernon has seen these bad guys before, but, like, just hearing him say, like, Rocksteady and Bebop, I was kind of like, whoa, I guess he learned. Like, like do you understand? Yes. Because, like, usually usually he just, like, runs away from them, and he doesn't, like, really, he just says, like, oh, those those evil-looking guys or, like, those ugly guys, Monster. or he'll see them, he doesn't even realize that they're mutants. Yes. And, like, this time he, he knows them by name. And I was like, oh, that's, it, it was just, it was kind of odd for me to hear him, like, Talk about Roxanne and Bebop and Shredder. Uh, it's funny because uh, April and Emma were trying to help uh, Vernon. Right. They were trying to d- 
dig into the sand to uh, to save the Vernon, and then uh, Sullivan, Bebop, and Rocksteady came. Then um, there was one moment that I saw that April like uh, did one step back. That I kind of liked it in animation because uh-huh. it was it was a very small detail, but it showed that she was scared. Yeah. And then uh, and then they start running away. <laughs> Leave. Uh, so Vernon alone. Right. Uh, one one thing I did like was uh, so, um, we had like because uh, but at, at this point is like where Roxanne Bebop they they leave the truck and they see it's like oh it's April and it's April and Irma and then also like Shredder also leaves the truck and this is like when he starts like uh, trying to attempt to to capture them and everything, uh, uh, and and then like. A dude like Rocksteady says like, "Oh, it's that, it's that cute uh, Irma," and er, like Irma like actually like how the way she responds to that, where she's like, "Oh, he," it's like, "Oh, he thinks I'm cute," but it's Rocksteady. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like you know she because you know Irma has that whole like flirting kind of thing. She like you know and and in this episode like you know she even like mentions like, "Oh, she wants to see." the the people who are working on the fireworks because they're men like you know like she she goes through like like all all, all of that it's just like, like you know she gets she gets happy that Roxette called her cute but then she was kind of like questioning it uh yeah uh oh I do want to mention this uh I saw this in the background I don't, uh maybe this is a Portuguese co- company or something like that but there was a few signs that said Sofra and like it was like S period O period F period R period A period. So I don't know if that's a Portuguese company or that's just a company that Ninja Turtles just made up and that we don't really get to know what the acronym of those letters stand for. But while all of this is going on, you know, Mikey comes in surfing from the the park bench. He call, like you know he sees uh, Shredder and Rocksteady. He calls he calls his brothers. Let let them know where he's at, which is kind of weird. He just says like, "Oh, I'm off like this area," and like immediately like you know because later the turtles know exactly where Mikey's at. Yeah, and his phone, uh, their phone is waterproof. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're they're turtle comms. Like they got waterproof. Like you know. This is the freaking 90s. Like, first, we didn't even have that technology. Even if we had that technology, if water, if a single drop of water touched it, it would be dead. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, so, he goes in there, uh, goes in to, to save the day, uh, helping out uh, April and Irma. And I just, I had to write this down. Uh, because he's fighting the rock soldiers. And Mikey straight up murders the rock soldiers. What do you mean? Like, because Mikey goes up those pipes and then he drops the pipes on the rock soldiers. Oh, yes, and they're... And then they exploded. Yes, they were like, like, electronic something. Right, right. And I, I, I mean, now, parts of me, uh, like, I'm 90% sure, like, the, the European team, like, didn't probably do that much research on the rock soldiers. There were so pro- many, like, violent things. <laughs> For me in this episode. There was a lot of violent things. <laughs> there was a, I will say, uh, like, Ninja Turtles-wise, 
other than like the first season, this has like been a very violent episode. Yeah, trying to kill Mikey with those like uh, I don't know, punching thing. Right. That was a scary. Yes, L- like I said, Mikey totally murders. Like you know, like I mean, they explode. Like I said, I I really think this the European team. They probably thought the rock soldiers were like foot soldiers and they were robots because like they 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 made it look like they were like electronic. Which yeah. rock soldiers are not supposed to be. They're just they're they're living rock. But this is also not the first time we've seen rock soldiers explode either in a show. Um, but but yeah, like and then yeah, this is like and then after that, that's like when like you know, uh, Shredder he comes in and it was like weird. Oh, Shredder's like driving the excavator to fight Mikey, and you would you would think that like Shredder like you know the master ninja. Like, who has, like, armor and everything, wouldn't result into, like, driving a vehicle to fight. <laughs> like, I don't know, I guess he was just late, he was like, ah, he was like, you know what, I'm in Europe, I don't need to be doing this much work. This is my vacation too, guys. I don't know that this episode was too much, uh, like, construction vehicle. I don't yeah. know if there's something in... I, I think our son directed this episode. <laughs> He did the writing for this episode. That, uh, that That's what happened. <laughs> Our son loves construction vehicles. He's also, like, three. <laughs> uh, and, but, yeah, this is, like, when... Like, so, Donatello... Uh, Donatello uh, saves Mikey because Donatello has, like, a bulldozer. Something like that. The other turtles come in. They, you know... Uh, uh, they, 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 they save the day. Uh, and then... We just see, like, basically, uh, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, they leave with the power shovel vehicle, and they're like, and they're like, oh! And they're like, they run after them, and they're like, oh, woo, woo. like, they're like, oh, how? like, uh, they, like, you know, because Leo's like, oh no, they escaped! And Raph, Raph, like, is all like, well, it's not gonna be too hard to find a power shovel, guys, come on. <laughs> oh. So during that whole. Skerfuffle. Shredder drops the key uh, to like where they're supposed to be building this magnifying lens kind of thing. Before Shredder dropped the uh, key, did you say Shredder had like a napkin kind of thing? You know, um, okay, I didn't write this down, but Michael actually wrote this down, and he because Michael actually wrote, I love that Shredder canonically has a hanky. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, please explain to me. Uh, about this because I come I don't know I think I, maybe I was looking down or I just didn't pay attention. So when uh when all the uh like uh, mud what was on his face <gasps> he he put his hand uh, like in his in his pocket oh okay in his okay. pocket and bring out something like uh, it was also gray the color of his uh, right. clothes and start wiping his face and put it back again. <laughs> you know okay hey Shredder has all that metal. And he has to keep it shiny. I mean, because, you know, if it's dull, like, who's going to take him seriously? Who's going to be like, oh, I was like, oh, it's, oh, I was like, oh, that's that's Shredder. He he doesn't keep his armor uh, clean and shiny. They're just, they're going to be like, oh, he's no big deal. That's what, okay. But uh, now that you mentioned it, yes, that's how he dropped the key. And I now remember, I just... I now, uh, I now can see it now. I just completely forgot. Like that's how he did it. Um, but yeah, 
Look, look, I'm just saying, Shredder's carrying that around. He has to keep all, he has to keep all of his, like, you know, helmet and uh, spikes and everything. He has to keep all that shiny. I mean, you know, look, th th that's why he has that. <laughs> uh, but the one thing I do want to mention about the key, because so after, like, you know, the Turtles and Shredder uh, leave and everything, we have, like, Vernon, like, coming out and he's walking and he hits the key with his foot and then he immediately says ow and i'm just like you you have a you have a shoe and you literally just kick the key like you would probably not notice that like like it would have been an owl if he like tripped over the key oh april no uh vernon because vernon was the one who found the key then oh, april oh, picks oh. it up oh yeah Oh, but, but, you know, like, Vernon is, like, very spoiled, like, for <laughs> yes. every single thing, he's, like, uh, ouch. That, that is true. Vernon's very spoiled. I do like, um, later in this episode when, like, uh, uh, Vernon is, uh, filming for, like, the, the bullfighting thing, because he felt like that was the more safe route to do, uh, and he runs into Shredder, and Shredder says, oh, it's that weak reporter. <laughs> uh, was it? Weak reporter? Yeah, weak reporter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he was saying that uh, that Vernon's, like, a weak person. He is. Yeah. Man. Vernon is the savior of New York. Don't don't, don't be calling Vernon weak. He's, he's, he's just put in an act. That's all it is. Vernon, Vernon's awesome. Don't, don't don't be dissing on Vernon. So going back to the, the Turtles, they're, like, you know, they're going to the festival and everything, and they're trying to find Shredder. They're like, oh, where, where's Shredder? And I... I, I laughed at this. I thought this is hilarious. We see Shredder driving the power shovel uh, or excavator because you know I, I. Sorry, son. I'm sorry. I know what it's called. I, I know it's called an excavator. The show they called it a, a power shovel. Uh, but you know what? I know better. I know better, son. I'm sorry about this. Um, but you know, he, Shredder's driving the excavator in the parade, <laughs> and I just, I just love the fact Shredder's like. Out the window and waving, and this I I just cannot get over I cannot get over this I just thought it was just hilarious. It's like it's it's like hey I'm trying to hide that you know I have the sand and I'm like you know um, escaping and I don't want the turtles to follow me. He was in the moment. He was in the moment. He was like hey guys what's going on. I just I loved it so much. So we see the turtles. They they pull out. Um, all of them pull out the turtle grapples uh, to to scale the building. Uh, and the one thing I just want to note was when they pull out the turtle grapples. At the end was actually like that turtle shell. Uh, that turtle shell symbol, like you know, grapple thing that we've seen before. Yeah. And then when it gets on top of the building, it's like a regular grapple hook. And I, I, it was just a weird transition kind of thing. So there was a one part that I didn't notice that the turtle said, uh, "We get paid to do this." When they when they told them, "Thank you." Oh yeah, yeah. So they get paid um, for being ninja. Was it? They get paid for being ninja. I guess they do. Like the, like you know, I, I mean, well, they got this European vacation because of uh, Mikey won a contest, but uh, I guess I guess uh, I. I guess, like, you know, I don't know, maybe Splinter pays them? Like, that's a, you know, I, 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 I know, I know overall it was just a, it was a joke that, uh, Raph was, uh, was saying to, uh, to Leonardo at that moment, um, but, yeah. But in this, uh, then later, did you see their, uh, 
their costume they had like a white jacket which yes was they had a, yes yes this is like when they had the turtle grapples and everything yeah because like they disguised themselves which is funny because mikey didn't disguise himself when he was like going against the bull like you know and like when he was surfing but then like i don't know i guess like leo had to like kick some sense into mikey he's like hey hey this isn't new york mikey we can't just walk around as like big turtles we gotta wear a cap and a jacket but no pants Yes, no pants, and also their uh, their shell was uh, had a cover. Right. Separate. Right. Yes. Yes. It's like like y- you really think you're gonna fool people with this disguise? Like this is like this, like no one's gonna say, "Oh, hey, this is a big uh, turtle kind of thing." But but yeah, this is like where uh, th- this is like where the turtles they start. Uh, they, they start following uh, Sh- uh, Shredder. This is also when Shredder is in uh, the bullfighting uh, the bullfighting ring because, like you know, at this point, just like where Vernon like separates from April and Irma because April and Irma, uh, they're like, oh, we're gonna do news coverage on Shredder, and, and uh, er- Vernon's like, no, I don't wanna, I don't wanna do any anything dangerous. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go where the bulls are. Because the bulls, those guys are safer. Um, But, so, Shredder, you know, Shredder's with Vernon, and, like, you know, Vernon's all scared and everything. And this is where the turtles go also inside the bullfighting ring. There was was one part that Vernon was uh, running. Yeah. He was very scared, and I I really liked the way they... uh... I, I, I feel like they were very successful in showing how how scared he is. Yeah, it was, and I will say it was very like cartoony, very animated, like yeah. the way he did it. I, actually, I, 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 um, I like that. I mean, you know, this, uh, this is a kid show. We gotta like, you know, you gotta like do like, you know, it wasn't like it was the closest thing because like Vernon to me is like pretty much Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah. Like, in like, just that moment, like, when he was running, like, like the only thing they just needed to do was, like, have him, like, jump in the air and, like, move his legs for, like, uh, three minutes in the air and then, like, and the, the crazy sound effect. And I'm like, there you go, Shaggy. Right there. But did you see what Mikey had twirling above his head when he saw Shredder? Uh, no, but probably was, like... His nunchuck? It was his nunchucks. Like we, like you know, we we got we got a good like like you know, Mikey. Like he didn't actually like fight with the nunchucks, but he actually like you know twirled them around. You know, this is like UK is probably like you know not happy with this, and they're like, oh my god, what we can do? We need to like edit this, like whatever. Uh, but but yeah, we we got a good like we got a good like scene of Mikey actually like using his nunchucks in this in this uh episode and like but like I said he doesn't actually fight with them he just like you know twirls them around looks cool and then we never see the nunchucks again uh, other than the back of his shell which I actually uh, had I think Mikey was the most important turtle in this episode this is a very Mikey centric episode I will say like uh I mean we've had like other episodes where Donnie kind of took took uh, the show just because he was like you know like oh I I made this I made this Donnie still makes stuff in this episode 
But even though he does, like, Mikey really took center stage in this episode. Yes. But, okay, I did write, the Turtles, they did a weird, I called it armadillo, like, attack. Because they, all four of them curled up into a ball and just kind of, like, rolled over to Shredder to knock him down. Yes, yes, I was, like... It was, like, weird. I was, like, eh, like, you know, that's, it's not something, like, you know... That, that, that's not what a turtle can do. I mean, yeah, I guess a, moon, a mutant ninja turtle can do that, but that uh, it's not something we see them... This is, like, like the first time we've seen them do it, and I, I think this is just more of, like, the, the director saw, like, oh, hey, they can kind of, like, you know, with their bodies, they kind of look like a ball. We just... Just, just make them curl into a ball and like have have them do this attack. I, that's what I think. I, I, I just think like the director had, like just had that vision for this part for that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so after that, that's like where uh, Sh- Shredder like you know to so he can uh, escape and like not uh, and like uh, and keep the turtles distracted. He, Shredder brings out a bull because you know it is a bullfighting ring. Yes, and. That that's where like you know the turtles are like oh what do we do and we have like Raph because Raph is Raph is the one with the red head headband he takes off his headband to do like the whole like Toro thing and uh, what did you think of uh, Raph without his headband like he he looked bald he yeah it just I don't know like I I almost felt like they need to put like a like a like a sensor like like the the sensor mosaic on him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's just like it's like whoa 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 kids you can't be seeing this you know <laughs> we, we don't have turtles taking off their clothes in this in our family show <laughs> even though like they that tech they had a, there was a scene where they had jackets and no pants but like like you know like yeah it was just it was weird um so uh what I I do want to ask you like you know when you think of bulls like. You know the whole red cape thing, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So I will say something, something like cartoons lie to uh, kids is that like because they really associate the color red to bulls, and they're saying like, "Oh, bulls don't like the color red." It's not true. No, it's 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 not true. What? What makes the bull chase the matador, which I will never do this either, um, it's not, yes, they have a red cape, and that's, like, what they, um, what they, uh, have, like, most of them have a red cape, and that's what they use to, like, you know, have the bull, like, chase after them. Yes. But it's not the color that makes the bull chase after them. It's the fact that they're waving the cape. It's that motion. That's like what makes them look. Oh, let me, like because they, what the bull thinks is the bull thinks that whatever that thing, um, because th- that that cape is, they think that that thing's alive and trying to, uh, and trying to grab grab his attention and that and like he sees it as a threat, and so that's that's what it is. This is that like. Uh, like a lot of like, uh, especially like children's media and everything, uh, they associated they like, oh no, bulls don't like the color red, and uh, like they chase the color red, and they start like, and that's like that's the lie that they try to 
uh, put in there. And, like, I mean, I don't know how, like, it kind of got in there. Uh, it was something I learned, like, when I was a teenager. And, like, because I, uh, I, I just remember, like, it was probably, like, from what, a show from PBS or something like that. Like, where... Like, someone, like, asked, like, oh, why does the bull hates the color red? And, like, someone, and, like, the person had to explain, oh, no, no, no. It's not the color. Like, you know, like, the the the, the bulls don't care about the color. The the bulls, the bull, the way, the reason why the bulls chase after it is because they're flashing it. And, like, the way that they're waving it around, it, it, it looks like it's trying to challenge the bull into a fight. Mm. So, uh, just, you know. The episode has some education. This podcast yeah, is going to be education. Portion. This is the educational portion of the podcast. <laughs> Fourth wall break. <laughs> All right. So so then they gave uh, Raph uh, six point. Yeah, six point five. Yes, Leo gave him a six point five. Like so, the turtles. Like I mean, I want to know when, did, where the heck they grabbed these numbers to give him, like, to give him his score. And everything, but Leo, yes, Leo gave him a, and Raph, Raph got a, a Graf got like a little upset, but he got a 6.5, and Leo was like, you need more style, poor, poor Raph, what, what score would you, would, would, what, what score would you give him, Raph? I would give him 10, because he was very brave. He, yes, no, he, he was brave, I mean, you know. The fact it, that he didn't die. The fact he didn't die, and he did it naked, I mean, don't forget that, he took off his bandana. Yes. Like, you know, that's something turtles don't do. They don't do that in public. <laughs> no, they always, like, you know, they always keep that. So, so while that's going on, we have April and Irma. They're, they're going around trying to figure out where the key goes to. I mean, it's kind of like a silly concept, but, like, because, like, April goes to the door and she's, and, like, they're like, well, this is the last door that yes i was like did you try all the doors in the city yeah it's like it's like did you just really walk around all of lisbon and just be like hey does this key fit in this hole hold on like you know like like yeah that that was just a weird thing to say at that point in the background of the april there was a there was a building um um it was one of those portugal names i think it was Hotel Zero, something. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, Michael, you didn't write that down. Yeah, there was like a uh, like the yeah, it looked like Hotel Zero. I, I and that might have been like a uh, Portuguese for hotel. Mm. No, because I saw that as well. Because that was like one, that was one I I did see. Uh, like, uh, I I have a feeling just because like you know especially since we found out like, uh, like a a lot of the other signs. Um, were Portuguese, I have a feeling that that was also uh, a Portuguese uh, sign as well. Like a, a Portuguese, like, and I bet it, I bet it literally says hotel. So, yeah, April and Irma, they, they go into the, um, the building that, like, you know, that, that the key goes to, and, I mean, I wrote this down, Michael also pointed out, how, like, you would think that without the key, like, Shredder shouldn't have been able to get in. Yes, I want to say like how Shredder is in if the, if he lost the yeah if he lost the key like only thing I can really think of is like maybe he picked the lock with his like claw <laughs> like like it's like seriously like what what was the, what was the point of the key 
What was the point of Krang giving him the key if, like, Shredder was able to get in there? Like, I, I don't know. Did, did, did maybe Krang, like, teleported him another key? And he, like, maybe, like, Krang, like, slapped his face and be like, Ah, oh, Shredder! And he was like, here, here's the spare key. Don't lose this one. I This is the last one I have. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, but also, like, if he lost the key, like, if I was Shredder, I'd be concerned, like, wait a minute, who has the key? But also... Also, like, he's probably like, oh, you know what? It doesn't matter who picks up the key. Who's going to go around all of every building in Lisbon and check to see what, <laughs> and check to see what door this key opens to? Just a nosy girl? <laughs> just a nosy, just a nosy news reporter. Uh, yeah. So, we have, uh, we have April and Ir- Irma, they're, like, you know, they're in the, uh, they're in the building, uh, the, uh, the, the rock kind of, like, falls when like april's like trying to like uh video uh tape uh everything and this is like uh shredder basically captures april and irma and and he's like okay he and like you know he's like i'm gonna tie you up on this uh magnifying lens kind of thing that we made from the sand and and he was like and then like he was like yeah we're gonna put you up here and then when the sun comes it's gonna like fry fry and kill you and like this is like pretty much i mean for yeah for for a villain who's who has like metal spikes that can impale people this is the most violent thing he has done in the show that was very violent i was like like everything else he's been thinking about it was making me scared yeah because like most of the time he just kind of like ties her up in the chair like last time he captured april he freaking like freed her so he can do an interview with her. Oh, like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because this is Jim Cummings doing the voice, and like you know, like like he's like, oh, no, I am now really evil. I'm gonna give you like the cartoon villainy evil, where like you know, this is going to just uh, fry and kill you. But like, yeah, like this is, I uh, like. I mean, it shouldn't be out of character for Shredder, but this is so out of character for Shredder. Oh, <laughs> um, and then like, so we see April and Irma; they're tied into the uh, the magnifying lens, and I, I, this is like where I wanted to mention about the weird layers. Oh, uh, and it, it's also because the shadow, because April and Irma have like this weird shadow kind of thing on the on the lens, uh-huh. and oh, um, and it, but like April's arm and shadow is like over. Irma, and it, it just looks like like Irma's like missing a piece of her arm because of like the way they did the layers. Like they they obviously like did two separate uh cells for April and Irma for this, and then they just like didn't like really combine them well together. Sounds like something I do. <laughs> nah, you do you do everything perfect. And so while this is going on, like April's like, oh, we gotta. Like, you know, that's, like, where April has the idea to do uh, Morse code. Now, honey, do you know what Morse code is? Yes, it's, like, uh, giving, like, um, talking with without, like, um, talking is, like... Yes, 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 exactly, yeah. Yeah, it could either do by, like, sound or light. And it's, like, you know, it's universal. Uh, I remember when I was... Uh, when I was in uh, middle school, I believe, like, our teacher, like, 
like uh gave us like quizzes on morse code for a week and like i actually got into it i was like oh this is like because i was actually like you know because it it's dot dot dash dot dot like you know and like uh it's supposed to like you're supposed to like spell out the the letters that's why like you know like i i don't know what sos stands for but as but like you know but the but like you know it has the common dot dot dash for that so it's uh uh, so it's easy for en- anyone and everyone in the country to, that knows Morse code to read. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought in the past they used it in a prison and this kind of stuff. Uh, th- they use it more for, like, uh, radio towers and that kind of stuff. It's just, uh, like, because, like, you know, at that time, uh, like, there was only, like, so many different ways to communicate. Mm-hmm. And this was just so, like, they can, like... It was just so, like, it, it just makes it, like, easier for people to, to know. Like, you know, it's a, first you have to learn it. And, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you were, like, in the military or something like that, like, like you know, you had, like, you, they wouldn't, like, let you go until you actually knew what that was. Um, like, it actually, like, n- I could, like, do it, like, fluently. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Other educational part of this podcast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Uh, April's doing like uh, Morse code with the uh, with the light, and that's like where because Dantella sees uh, D- Dantella like uh, the uh, sees that, and he's able to like uh, read like you know what it is, and and like it's funny because like it's literally like we see the flashes of light for I don't know, but maybe like a minute, less than a minute or something like that, and. And he, Dantel starts like sit, going off a big sentence of like where, like where the exact location of April is, what's uh, Shredder and Crank's plan, and everything. And I do like that they bring up like, 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 uh, like you got all that from that, and like Dantel's like, oh well, uh, that that's just basic uh, Morse code shorthand, like, like there's like shortcuts in Morse code to like say that particular part. That, yeah, that was very stupid. I was like, seriously. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at, to be honest, at that point, just just do another fourth wall break. Like, you know, just 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 do another fourth wall break. It's like, well, if like, yeah, well, if we want to keep this going, like, we can't just sit there and watch for like flashes all day. Like, you know, um, yeah, that it, no, it it, it was it. It was a silly joke. Uh, you know, one silly joke I did, I did miss. I I, I didn't write it down, but I, I but uh I did want to bring it up because, uh, because Dantella was the one who figured out like oh with all that sand like uh uh Shredder can like make a glass lens out of it and everything, and I think it was Mikey. He said like I guess Shredder needs some glasses. <laughs> but but yeah, so uh the the turtles. They go over to uh to Shredder's like you know uh hi- uh hideout in in Lisbon uh, Portugal and like you know uh they, uh Donatello go goes up to uh goes up the the uh the bell the bell tower uh to to free uh to to free uh April and Irma and everything and when that happens or I, no no I'm sorry uh Donatello doesn't free them uh they free themselves because they. They angle the the light uh, to to free them. 
Yes. Yeah. They burned the rope. Yeah, they burned the rope. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. No, there's another reason Dantel went up the Bellfire Tower. But yeah, when they're fighting, like, you know, the the machine thing, like, comes out of the ground. And, uh, like, and, like, Shredder's like, oh, we're gonna heat this whole place tonight or something like that. And, like, you know, he starts, like, you know, making his uh, threats and everything. Uh, and I do want... Uh, I do want to note, like, after, like, the, after Shredder, like, you know, says, like, oh, he pretty much thinks he's won, he's like, okay, he'll, and then he was like, alright, I'm, like, he basically, like, kind of leaves, he was like, okay, bye, and then, but he doesn't say bye, he says au revoir, and I, I just want to note this, because he tells the turtles au revoir, and then at one point, he tells, who tell, said that? Uh, Shredder. Oh. Shredder says au, au revoir, and then also at one point, he tells Bebop, oh, meet at the rendezvous uh point and like Bebop's like trying to figure out what rendezvous like means and everything and you know this is the episode that they're in Portugal and Shredder says two common French words rendezvous and au revoir and I like the my only like thought process of like why didn't they just why didn't like they just have these have these uh these French jokes or French sayings in like the two france episodes yeah instead of like oh in portugal like you know i'm not i'm not expecting like you know shredder to all of a sudden like learn portuguese at it all, all of a sudden it's just but I, I just thought it was just weird that that he has like the french he says the french sayings in the portugal episode but yeah so uh the so the so dontel comes up with a plan to uh to destroy the bell tower he grabs I'm sorry, not, not the bell tower, the, the device, the, the little mirror device thing. He grabs the turtle's communicators. He throws them onto the um, onto the device. Then Donatello goes up the bell tower and rings the uh, the bell using... I'm, I only can assume he used his communicator. I don't... Did we even see his communicator up when he did this? No, I don't think so. Yeah, like... But... Because I imagine he did that just so the so the sound would resonate from his communicator to the other three communicators, and and that sound made it blow up. Mm. That's what I assume. But like, but the thing is, like, when I was like watching that, I was like, I don't see his communicator, and it's not like I mean, uh, but that that's why that's why I assume. Uh, that that's why I have to assume. But you know, that that's how that's how the turtle the turtles. Uh, save the day. Then, then we go cut back to uh, Splinter and the turtles in the uh, olive oil uh, uh, factory. Splinter's like, okay, uh, you know, let let's do some like you know, uh, let's watch a festival or let let's do some relaxing. And Mikey is like, I'm too tired. And Splinter just looks and he winks at the camera and that and then the show's over. <laughs> yeah, freaky. Wink. The freaky wink. The freaky wink, and that's why Anna did not put 1987 Splinter for uh, Team and T's uh, poll <laughs> uh, for today. Uh, but we... uh, something I guess I liked about the Splinter in this episode was that he didn't call the turtles my student. He called them my turtles. Oh, he did. I did. I did not notice that. You know, I I probably should. I, I probably should have kept my ear uh, for my students because I know that was like driving you crazy. Of uh, yes. the the uh, Norway episode. Or, I'm sorry, Austria episode, not Norway. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, no, he, yeah, he did say, uh, no, I think you're right. I think he said, uh, my turtles, I, I'm, I'm glad he didn't annoy you. Um, but, uh, overall, what did you think of this episode? Um, uh, animation was good. Uh, this story was like, eh. <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you. Uh, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, again, this is a episode, like, even though I've seen it, like, even though I've seen this, like, for the first time, like, in about, like, 15 years ago, this was not, like, a, this was not a memorable episode at all, uh, you know, and, like, like I said, I watched this, like, when I was an adult. It's not like I, I watched it, like, as a kid and, like, so many other things, like, happened or something like that, uh, so, um, I mean, and that's what most of this season is, unfortunately for me, is that, uh, it, like, you know, I just remember I saw it. It was like new for me back then, and then, but like, it's almost like it's new for me now because uh, I don't really don't, or uh, I don't remember anything from this episode. Uh, but I agree with you. Uh, I mean, it's it it's a plot that's weird for Shredder and Krang because it's like we just want to they want to burn the Earth so to make it like spin around or something like that. Like you know. I didn't see like any good reason for them to do it. Um, I mean, other I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I missed the maybe I missed it in like spinning the Earth powered up the Technodrome or something like that. Uh, but like it it was it was a it was a weird thing. As you said, the animation is actually pretty good. Like there there was like some mistakes, but like overall, like nothing like the mistakes we've seen in past episodes. Um, and um, but yeah, it was just like. Overall, this whole season's so forgettable, and I actually I I question people about this because uh, this season in particular, we're having the least amount of people, uh, like you know, input like from uh, input from from people, and so I asked like do you, like I asked them I was like do you guys actually have you guys actually seen these? And a lot of people, like, they're like, I've never seen these episodes. Or, and then I've, I've, actually, I've, had, I've had people see, like, I know of these episodes. I just don't care to go watch them or anything like that. Uh, like, you know, like, like, I will say, like, this season in particular is, like, a really, like, blind spot for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, just, just something, like, just something I, I, I saw, like, uh, ob- observation-wise. Um, but join us, uh, next, uh, next time, next time we will be talking about the episode, the Irish gig is up. Uh, and, uh, just as a reminder, we will be back in two weeks. Uh, we, we are taking a two week, uh, vacation, uh, cause we had this planned for a good while now. So, uh, so yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be back and hopefully by then Anna will be like at 100%. And, uh, you know, um, and like, you know, won't be like, you know, finding her way to do this podcast for you guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you wanted to add, uh, for, uh, for this, uh, week's podcast, honey? No, my turtle. <laughs> All right. Thank you, dear. All right. Till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be 
be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available. Uh, South Africa apparently is a big olive uh, uh, dispute uh, dis- dis- disputer. Uh, dis- disputer. Distributioner. There you go. Dispernush. Dis. South Africa. Uh, S- South Africa provides a-, a lot of olives to other countries.